Hello everyone, thank you for joining me today. You are listening to Throne Room Encounters. My name is Ashley Catois. In the last few months, I have been praying about a way to tell about all God has done for me and my own personal Throne Room Encounters. An encounter is to meet unexpectedly a chance meeting. This is exactly what a Throne Room Encounter is, that moment when God steps into the room and the atmosphere changes. Join me each week as I talk about miracles, healing, answered prayers, promises from God, and so much more. Happy New Year, everyone. Can't believe 2022 is over. It seemed like it went by so fast. I had so many wonderful things happen throughout the year. And because life is never perfect, some hard things happen too. But I'm still very thankful for the many blessings that God gave me throughout the year and how he's been working in my family and friends. I love to write, but a New Year's resolution list is something I haven't done in years because I always put things on there and never do all of them. And then I feel guilty because I I didn't you know, succeed at the list or complete the list, and it just makes me feel worse instead of better. So I just stopped doing it. I do try to set some goals for the new year, but I don't really write out a list. If that's your thing, more power to you. I really think, though, this year that I'm probably going to make a list. I've been praying about what I need to do some things I need to do this year, and I feel like it it would be good for a New Year's resolution list. So, who knows? Maybe I'll make one this year. Preparing for this podcast, I read a short story about a man who made a new friend, and he would see him occasionally, and as it got closer to the end of the year, his new friend asked him if he was going to make a New Year's resolution list. He thought about it and said, sure. His friend smiled at him and said, make two. A want list and a will list. Make a list of all you want to accomplish in the new year and make a list of everything you know you will accomplish in the new year. So he went home and started making his want list. And before long, he had an entire page of things he wanted to do and become in the new year. He was very pleased with this list. He then got another piece of paper and began his will list. He wrote down 10 things he knew he could accomplish in the year. The next day, he went to the local co-op, which is where he met his new friend, and he proudly gave him the will list. Without reading it, his friend tore it up and threw the pieces in the garbage. He was really upset with him, but he still gave him the other list. Without looking at it, his friend wadded it up and threw it away also. Now he was really angry with him. Why did you tell me to make the list if that's what you were going to do with him? His friend smiled at him and pulled a folded piece of paper from his back pocket and opened it up. There was one word written on it. Love. You can make a list and set goals, but they mean nothing if you don't have love one for another. Showing love above everything else is so important. Making a list is just fine, but is the list all about you, or is it about ways to be a better you? What I mean by that is, what are things you can do to better serve your church, your community, your school, your family? 
So many times we make a list all about me or all about yourself. Your list may say for this year you're going to lose weight, you're going to make more money, you're going to travel the world, you're going to get a new wardrobe. Maybe read all those books you didn't read in 2022. And that's all great. But are they possible goals or impossible goals? The ancient Babylonians are said to have been the first people to make New Year's resolutions some 4,000 years ago. They made all kinds of promises to their false gods. If they did not fulfill these promises, they thought they would fall out of favor with their gods. This was really sad to me when I read it because isn't it amazing how even when we break our promises to God, we don't lose favor with Him. He still loves us and is there for us. Maybe your resolutions are to pray more or read your Bible more, maybe fast more. Those are all things that you and I should already be cultivating in our lives. They should never have to be put on a resolutions list. Despite the traditions, religious roots, New Year's resolutions today are mostly secular practices that sadly focus mostly on self-improvement. According to recent research, while as many as 45% of Americans say they usually make a list, only 8% are successful in achieving their goals. Aren't you thankful that God's list is always achieved? He doesn't promise us something and then get too busy to fulfill it. So my advice to you is set possible goals. Don't make a list that you know you can achieve. Strive for greatness. I hope your year is beginning with a bang. Insert a winking emoji. God bless and have a wonderful Monday and a fabulous week. And I'm going to end today's podcast with a couple of successful New Year's resolution stories. Reese Hatherall signed up to a beginner's yoga class to combat a stressful time in his life. The circumstances were a combination of recovering from injury, illness in his immediate family, and losing one of his best friends, Daisy the dog, he said. I needed something to keep me active and offer some aspect of well-being or meditation. Trying something new and taking care of myself was quite important for me. Reese said his biggest challenge was turning up on the first day having no real understanding of how the next hour and a half was going to pan out. I was, of course, met with a bunch of smiling faces and mats just as new as mine. After a year of committing to the self-imposed task, he has a message to those thinking about doing the same. Don't just make a resolution for the sake of doing it. Make sure you have some passion before setting out. The worst thing that will happen is that you will learn what you don't like doing. You might even find some you like. Paul Thompson from Manchester learned to play the piano as a child but stopped when he left for college. After buying a cheap second-hand grand piano, he resolved to learn an hour of classical piano from memory by autumn. He had it cracked. I'm in my 50s now, and I'm sure this is the only time I've managed to see a New Year resolution through, through for the whole year. To do it without interruptions, I used to get up at 2.30 a.m. and even bought an electric piano to enable me to practice using headphones without waking the whole street. By autumn, I had it cracked. I could do an hour from memory. A variety of classical beauties, including sonnets by Haydn and Mozart.
I've done this for myself. I don't plan to be a professional. I don't have anything like the time to devote to it, but I'm now satisfied with what I can do. Paul has vowed to continue playing next year, saying, I've added a couple more pieces to the list and I'm working on those while trying to keep the remainder on the boil.